0: One pack
1: of chewing gum.
2: All righty then, let's see, let's see. Ah, here you go.
1: Do you have anything smaller?
2: Hmm, a uh, passport-sized photo of my son, that's smaller in dimensions.
1: No, I mean, do you have anything of less value than a £50 note? I don't have enough change.
2: No, sorry.
1: Do you have a £20 note?
2: No. Ten? No. Five? Nine.
1: Then there's nothing I can do for you.
2: Excuse me? I think you'll find that's legal tender.
1: Look, I'm sorry, but
2: I... My money is as good as anyone else's. I'll take it to trading standards. I'll write a letter to Esther Ranson, and it won't be one of my usual love letters.
1: All right, all right. Maybe we can work something out. Uh, is that a Casio watch? What do you think that's worth? About £30, I imagine. Still too much. What about your hat?
2: This old thing. I paid 20 quid for it, but it does have a soup stain on it. Perfect. I'll give you £10 for it. I don't know. It does have sentimental value. Can you throw something else into the mix? <sighs> Two packs of chewing gum? How about I give you two coat buttons instead?
1: They're worth, what, 5p? That'll only get you one piece of gum.
2: Alright, all my buttons, three contact lenses, plus a snap nectar card.
1: Now we're getting somewhere. For that, I can offer you seven-eighths of the packet of gum, plus a segment from a Terry's chocolate orange.
2: Hmm. I don't want to give up the nectar card for that, but how about a pair of craft scissors and a keyring ring shaped like BB-8?
1: I'll offer you this soggy mop bucket plus my last Rolo.
2: Let me cut out the Alton Towers buy one get one free voucher from this box of cornflakes and then we'll talk. Four hours later.
1: Okay, my final offer is two bottles of windshield wash, a lukewarm sausage, a neck pillow shaped like Falco from The NeverEnding Story, a discarded can of Monster, two quavers, a wet floor sign, a litre of squid ink and a cardboard cutout of a policeman to deter thieves.
2: Right, and I'm offering a rubber mat from the footwell of my car, two children's fishing nets, a capful of Listerine, a Parsons bracket, three mystery pieces of roadkill, my right bollock, and the keys to a Vauxhall Astra.
1: This still doesn't work. Hmm.
2: How about I give you this 50p piece, and this 10p?
1: Are you fucking serious? Yeah. That adds up to the same as the gum, right? Get the fuck out, and take all this shit with you.
2: How rude. I'm leaving. Oh, hang on. I already had some chewing gum in my pocket.
1: Out! Next customer, please.
2: The very best of Trevor, featuring all the greatest Trevor-adjacent hits. Featuring all-time classics such as Always Take Our Trevor With You. you Always take your Trevor everywhere you go. Always take your diamonds are, diamonds are for Trevor. For Trevor. Trevor. For Trevor. For Trevor. For, for Trevor. All, All, All to Trevor now. All to Trevor
3: now. For Trevor.
2: All to Trevor now.
3: For Trevor.
2: All to Trevor now. For Trevor. In Trevor Shed. That's the way I'm going Buy now and receive a brand new bonus CD featuring never before heard remixes of Trevor Gonna, Trevor give, gonna, you gonna give You Up. Trevor You Trevor Gonna let you down. Trevor Gonna run around and deserve you. The very Trevor best of Trevor! You Out now! Trevor Sorry, we're closed. Who's there? Honk. Ah! A swan! <laughs> you made me jump there. Now, go on. Go on, get out. There's nothing for you in here. Nice deli you got here. What? Did, did you just... I said, this is a nice deli you got here. Shame if something were to happen to it. I, um... Why, why are you speaking? You see, nice delis like this one... They don't last very long in neighbourhoods like this. There's a lot of bad people out there. I've never had any trouble before. Wait, why am I talking to a swan? They call me Don. Don Swan. And you seem like a respectable business owner. A man of responsibility. Capiche? Well, I like to think so. Maybe we can help each other out. I keep the bad guys out of here, and you give me something in exchange for my services. Are you serious? You? A swan? are trying to run a protection racket. I wouldn't put it like that, but yeah, I am. Ridiculous. Now get out. You ever heard how easily a swan can break a man's arm? Don't you fret at me. What are you going to do about it? You can't hurt a swan? are protected by the Queen. I'm not sure that extends to talking swans. Boys. <coughs> Let's show this guy how rough this neighbourhood can be. <laughs> Oi! Stop it! Stop that! Stop! Jesus Christ! No! Not that! No! Stop! Alright! Alright! Okay! 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 What What do you want? What do you want? I already told you. Protection. Jeez. What's with this jabroni? Do you want cash? Swans don't use cash. Bread? I've got lots of bread. I see. So just cause I'm a swan, I wanna eat bread all the time, huh? I don't want none of your fucking bread. Bad for my digestion. Then what do you want? Grapes. Grapes? A bunch a day, or you can say goodbye to your livelihood. Alright, alright. My boys will be here after closing every day to collect. Nice doing business with you.
3: Hello boys and girls, I'm Ding.
0: And I'm Dong. It's time for Time Town.
3: Do you think we should pay a visit to Alarm hunt today?
0: Considering we didn't finish our alarm episode last time, that would make sense.
3: Where does he live again?
0: In a bunker. It's at number 10, just down this lane.
3: Ding dong.
2: It's Ding and Dong. Can we come in? Ding and Dong, eh? Prove it. Prove what? Prove you're the real Ding and Dong, and not some sort of government agent sent to kill me.
0: We're here to ask you about setting alarms. We don't want to kill
2: you, Alarm Hand. Well, someone does. That explosion that took out Time Town before, that was meant for me. Why would someone want to hurt you? I don't know yet. Maybe it's something I've done. Maybe it's something I've yet to do. All I know is, no one is safe here, especially me.
0: But Time Town has been rebuilt. It's nicer than ever. Yeah, they rebuilt the whole thing several miles down the
2: road. But what do you think is on the original site? What do you think they buried amongst all the rubble? They wanted to
3: cover something up. Well, why don't you come out, and we'll all go and investigate together.
0: We can teach the kids about alarms on the
2: way. Kids? The listeners at home. We're being spied on? I knew it. Shit. And you brought them here? How can you be so stupid? I'm not stupid. We've already established this. That's why you want to know about my alarms, ain't it? So these listeners will know how to disarm them. Then they'll come here and gut me in my sleep. Well, that ain't gonna happen. I never sleep.
3: Now, Alarm Hand, you of all people should know that a healthy sleep pattern is important.
2: What's more important than staying alive? I'm always alert. You'll
3: never get the drop on me.
2: Sleep is when they get you. Come on now. Just let me open the door and we'll talk properly.
0: Get away from here, you bitch! All right already. Maybe we should find someone else to help. Someone who doesn't own a flamethrower in a bunker.
2: By
3: alarm hand, if you come round here again, I'll skin you who can we get to teach the kids about alarms? We could do it ourselves, ding no, we need a superfluous character. It's a time town on a tradition.
1: I say, did you need an unnecessary character?
3: Oh, hello, I don't believe we've had the pleasure.
1: I am the metronome, pleased to make. Your acquaintance
0: do you know anything about alarms
1: as a matter of fact i do yes it all comes down to the timing
3: now what time should the kids at home be setting their alarms for
1: alarms are totally crap listen to the beat of your heart what your natural rhythm is all you need come on everybody now dance
0: dang this is a poor example for the kids It's teaching them to wake up when they
3: want. Mm, And to be a hippie. I'm sorry, Metronome, but I don't think you're the right person for this job.
1: Our bodies are speaking to us. Just open your ears and listen.
0: Thank you for trying, though. Goodbye, Metronome.
3: Is there anyone else who can alert us at required intervals during the day? cook Oh. Oh, look, it's the cuckoo clock. Good morning, cuckoo clock. Cook,
2: oh, oh, hello, ding and dong. Would either of you like to sleep with my wife? Um, no, no, thank you. Oh, I thought you'd be up for it, dong, name and nature and all that.
0: No, I'm not interested. Oh, go on, I'll just watch
2: through my little wooden door. It'll be great. We just wondered if you knew anything about alarms. Cook, Oh, I know about burglar alarms. Or, more specifically, I know how to turn them off for when we have gentlemen call us in the night.
3: They're not the only things that are turned off. are,
2: Are you sure I can't tempt you, Dong? My wife would love to have you. I'm told she's very good. Not that I'd know. No, thank you. I'm a bit busy right now. Well, what about you, Ding? I mean, you do. Thank
3: you for the votes of confidence, but no. Cook.
2: Aww. I'm sorry. i got some stairs stuck in there. <coughs> Never mind. But perhaps I'll
3: swing by the bell tower and see if there's anyone there with a decent clapper. This new supporting cast isn't really up to much, Dong.
2: I just hope Secondhand gets out of hospital
3: soon.
2: Last time on Space Force.
1: All you have to do is calibrate the space inversion field like so, and you have a wonderful recipe for mango chutney.
2: I'm pregnant! Twice! And only one of them is mine! You can't demote me any further than junior floor tile. We now return to Space Force.
0: Force, force,
1: force, 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 Chef Puva, do you have any space fish today? I need my brain food to continue being the brightest product of the Space Academy.
2: Uh, 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 I'm afraid not, Captain Brainway. Your second in command, Mr. McStewart. he he took all the space fish and said you were okay with it.
1: This is space treason. Mr. McStewart!
2: Yes, my captain. It is I, Mr.
0: McStewart. I am here to serve you as your second-in-command and third-in-command at once.
1: Mr. Puvak says you've eaten my space fish. Is this accurate?
0: I am afraid so, and I'm feeling terribly guilty. I did it because space fish has a lot of tiny space bones. I simply couldn't live with myself if you choked.
1: So it's not to try and raise your IQ exponentially in order to usurp me in the space captain's chair?
2: Such a thought would never cross my mind. I am far too humble to oppose your space intellect. Um, Captain? What, what is, is, it? is it, Puvak? Um, uh,
3: the, the actual Captain, please. What is it, Puvak? Um, th- the lights on this space panel are flashing?
1: That's our Subtronic Space XCOM's transceiver. Answer it, Puvak.
2: But I am a humble chef. I cannot use such a complicated space device such as this.
1: You're promoted to communications officer.
2: Hello?
3: Really? Really? Oh, right.
1: What is it, Mr. Puvak? Uh,
3: A space pirate fleet at 12 Space Clicks Northwise, ma'am.
1: Separate all spaceship compartments and prepare the space battle stations.
2: Captain, all space compartments have been separated and are floating aimlessly through space, as per your orders.
1: Good. With the ship floating round in 600 separate space segments, the space pirates won't know what to target.
2: A brilliant, brilliant space plan, Captain. I've always said so. Would you like me to open a space comms channel, ma'am?
1: No. I think we'll let our space pulsars do the talking. Fire at will. Did we fire?
2: Who is the space gunner? I'm the comms guy, aren't I?
1: Fine. McStewart! I've demoted you to space gunner. Now fire!
2: I would love to blast some space pirate scum, Captain, but we've separated from the space command module where the button is. What's more, we've also separated from all of our space pulsar cannons.
1: What about our space photon torpedoes?
2: Space jettisoned, Captain.
1: Raise the space shields. Try and buy us some more space time.
2: Shields deployed on the pontoon we separated from. We've also separated from our space toilets, in case anybody was thinking of having a little cry in there.
1: This is your fault, Puvok. I'm demoting you to second (sighs) lavatory.
2: Thank god I'm not first lavatory. Too much pressure. Captain, how imperative is it that we have access to our space life support systems?
1: It is of utmost importance. Without them, I'd estimate we'd run out of oxygen in 20 space minutes.
2: Then I propose a fun little game. Let's see who can hold their breath the longest.
1: So we've separated from life support? We're going to space, die. A dire space situation indeed. If only I'd had my space fish, then I'd be able to think of a plan. This is going to take something extraordinary to save the day, but luckily, I am always up to the task.
2: Something extraordinary, you say? Captain, I have a plan.
1: You do? An unscripted plan that hasn't been discussed with the rest of us in rehearsals?
2: A plan that might win me an award. Captain, allow me to sacrifice myself!
1: Permission granted.
2: Let me finish. Allow me to sacrifice myself by firing myself from the space torpedo tube.
0: Being full of space fish, the space calcium in my body will react with the radiation of open space, creating a singularity and destroying those despicable
2: space pirates.
1: That makes little sense, and doesn't even come close to solving all of our problems. But yeah, knock yourself out.
2: Don't try and
0: stop me, Captain. I want to do it. I have always said it would be an honour to die in space for all of you, except Puvak.
2: Well, that was unnecessary.
0: Goodbye, my fellow Space Force comrades. It has been an honour and a privilege to conquer space with you all. But alas, my time has ended.
2: Arrivederci. And always, always remember to never forget my legacy. Uh, uh, good Goodbye, Mr. McStewart. You are always so handsome and talented.
1: I'm not saying that.
2: Do it. It will benefit the scene.
1: If you ever survive, I will relinquish the captain's chair to... What is this? Are you after my part or something?
0: Preposterous allegations. Anyway, I think that's lunch, isn't it? Did you get all that? I'm
2: off to my trailer. All right, that's of rap, folks.
3: So, how come he gets a trailer?
1: I've got a trailer. Ooh,
3: can I have a look?
1: No. So what do you do, then?
2: Me, hey, I'm a professional voice thrower.
1: Oh, really? So you can throw your voice really well?
2: Yep, it's uncanny.
1: Go on, then. Do some voices.
2: You want me to throw my voice? Yeah. In here. Go on. Alright. You asked for it.
1: (laughs) Ah! What was that?
2: I told you it's too small to throw my voice around in here.
1: Jesus Christ! I think my nose is broken.
2: Maybe I should do a different party trick. Good evening, and welcome to PolitiBeat, your nightly politics crash course. Joining me tonight is the current Foreign Secretary, Jeremy Rakant. So, Mr. Secretary, I'd like to start by asking you about your recent state visit to Turkey. No, 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 Let, let, let me just stop you there. I want to say, for the record, that I absolutely, categorically, have not been on a state visit to Turkey. But you have. Your office sent out an official communication to announce this particular visit. No! ''I have never been on a state visit to Turkey, nor will I ever go on a state visit to Turkey. ''I will not discuss the possibility of a state visit to Turkey, nor have I ever sanctioned Turkey to conduct a state visit to me.'' ''But we have footage of you conducting a press conference with your Turkish counterpart.'' ''No, that was not me. That, that this, this so-called state visit never happened, nor did this press conference, of which I have no recollection of whatsoever.'' and I can only apologise if anybody has been offended by my actions that I categorically have not performed. I don't understand why you're so insistent on denying this. It's not exactly a bad thing to visit Turkey. Maybe if you relax a little, this interview would go a little smoother. Now, now, let me stop you there. Let it be known that I have never conducted an interview in my life, and I can only apologise to the voters who believe I have conducted an interview in the past when I absolutely emphatically, have not been interviewed for anything ever. Are you saying this is your first interview? No. But you just said... No, 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 no. let me me finish, let me be clear. I have just been... I have never been interviewed full stop. I have never appeared on your show, nor have I ever spoken to you past, present, or future. Excluding the words that you have just spoken now? No! I'm afraid I'm having trouble following this conversation, and I'm sure the viewers at home are too, Shall we start again? No, no, no. Let let me clearly stop you there by being clear. I have never started again, nor would I consider starting again. It would be categorically unpatriotic to do so. I would never be involved with such a thing, and I don't even understand what it means. Ergo, I cannot do it. Why are you denying everything, Mr. Secretary? I didn't. But you just did. Just then. I did not I, I did not utter a single word, nor did I follow it up with a denial about the original denial. I can only sincerely apologize if it sounded like I was denying something, but even then I didn't do it and I wouldn't, couldn't and shouldn't do so. Alright, alright, let's change tack. Let's see if we can find something you absolutely cannot deny. Is your name not Jeremy Ricant? No, 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 let me stop you there. I am absolutely not called Jeremy Recant. I have never answered to such a name. And let me be clear, I would never answer to such a name. I don't answer to any name. I am nameless in this whole scenario. That's a blatant lie. Absolutely not. Jeremy Ricant has never existed and... Wait, where did he go?
3: That's crazy. He just... Said he never existed, then disappeared.
2: It's almost like he willed himself out of existence. Can
3: we get him back?
2: I'll try. <laughs> um, there has never not been a person called Jeremy Recant. And, and another thing, there is no such person as Tax. What? No, don't...
3: You made him vanish. I, I didn't. Can you please leave? We need to fix this. I, I, I was never here. Shit. Cut to an advert while I figure out how to undo this.
4: Hi, thank you for calling Dial-A-Drunk the hotline that connects you to the drunkest drunks in town. We hope you enjoy listening to our drunks try and justify just how not drunk they actually are. Our drunks are busy getting suitably sozzled enough to handle your call. Stay on the line.
2: Hello? Hello? Are you drunk?
4: Me? No, no, no. No, I'm not drunk. No, how how dare you? How how could you think that about me?
3: You're drunk,
4: aren't you? Oh, well, I, I might have had one or two, but I'm not drunk. I walked home by myself all the way and I didn't even fall down. I swear on my cat's life. D- did 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 you did you stop for some chips? Oh, yeah, thanks, please, mate. Uh, can I have uh, salt and vinegar and a pizza on them? Or, I'll tell you what, I'll no, just put them in the pizza, yeah? Yeah, that's the way, thanks, cheers.
3: Yeah, I think you might be drunk.
4: Are you starting something, mate? I swear down I will knock you seven days from Saturday. Oh,
3: come on, there's no need to get all aggressive about it.
4: Oh, come on, then, I'll have you. I'll have you like that. Like <laughs> that. Uh. Eh, yeah, what you think to that eh? That shut me up, on it, you slag.
3: Come on then, tell me what you've had to drink. I've just had some Cokes.
4: Cokes all night and nothing else. I mean, I've had one of them Dak Daniels in it, but I think that's no alcohol, is it? No, no, not at all. No, sir. Come on, have you been sick? No, no, well, I mean, no, I'm mean, a bit, but just in a bin. And I don't really count because it wasn't even on the floor. And I did it on purpose, so I mean, it was a dodgy sausage roll, and I did it tactically.
3: Yes, you're a dirty little drunk, aren't you? I said you're a dirty drunk, aren't you?
4: Wait, hey, what? Who? Oh, what time is it?
3: Oh, I
4: think I need to be at work. I've got to answer the phone.
2: You're already at work. You're on the drunk hotline. <laughs> sake, how am I supposed to masturbate to this? Wake up! Oh, hey,
4: oh, what time is it? Oh, I've got to be at
2: work. We've already had this conversation.
4: What, it's like the Matrix or something, it. You know what I mean? I mean, oh. anyway, look, I've got to go. I've got to get to work. But you're already at work. No, 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 no. This isn't work. This is a phone. It's not time for work. I'm not
3: drunk. Can you even tell the time in your state? Of
4: course I can! Oi! Time! I'm not drunk!
3: This is far more frustrating than I thought it would be.
4: Oh! Hang up on me, will ya? Hiya, mate. Uh, can I get a taxi to work, please? I don't think I'm in any state to drive.
3: Oh, you again.
2: Oh, you're finally here. Come in. Hello. Hello. You alright? No, I need, I need a way. I mean, would you like to take your coat off first? No! Um, yeah, the, the toilet's just down the hall. The what? Um, the what? What? The, the, toil- the toilet's just no! down the hall, over there. Are you using the toilet? Well, look, if you don't want to use the toilet, why don't you come in here, say hello to everyone. Uh, we'll give you a Can I a use that vase? And... No. No, you can't We in the vase. Can you just go to the toilet, please? No! Can I use your hat? No, this is my soup hat. Look, I'm just going to go over here and just make sure everyone's got some volivants, okay? If you want to use the toilet... just the down... You can't go in Volivants Volavants, they, they're not... It, it just, just just won't work. It'll just splash all over the tray, okay? Right. Go on the tray! No, the tray can't contain urine. Okay. Right. Just go to the toilet. Down the no! hall, as I said... <sighs> what? what? Why? Why, why? Why won't you go to the toilet? Can you use the sink. No, this is a dinner party. You can't use the sink. I wouldn't let you use the sink anyway, even... Even if this were your house, I'd be offended if you used the sink. Now, go to the toilet, please. No! Can I go in the glass? You can't go in the glass. I'm using the glass. I'm drinking out the glass. Once you're finished, can I use it? I'm busting, please. No, I'm going to sip it. It's a sipping wine, this. Now, just go to the toilet down there, okay? No! you're going punch bowl. The... No, people are using the punch bowl. Pour it out. Pour it out, and then I use it, and you can pour it back in. No. Punch bowl. No! You're not using the fucking punch bowl okay? quick I don't want to shout take it in the corner I'm trying to make a nice impression on these people if you go and piss in the punch I will if you piss in the punch ball, bowl... I need
4: away. Oh, for fuck's
2: sake Look, you won't let me go if you really if you really don't want to use the toilet go outside no. go in the bushes I don't know what to do for you I really don't punch bowl no you're not using the fucking punch bowl
0: you're mean it's alright now I need to go anymore
2: And now a party political broadcast from the Britain F- Britain frist party is that a typo? Anyway, here's Danny Jeffs to deliver it.
3: Well, to be honest with you right, Brexit is a shambles if I'm perfectly honest. I mean, many of you normal everyday blokes with common sense down to earth traditional British values like me. just confused by Brexit at the end of the day. I mean, what does Brexit even mean? Well, in my opinion, to be quite perfectly honest with you, Brexit is a cross between the words Britain and exit. Theresa May is the Prime Minister and she says Brexit means Brexit, but that means she also wants a red, white and blue Brexit and that nothing's changed. To be honest I'm not sure I believe her. I don't think she wants a Brexit that doesn't mean Brexit at the end of the day. I mean, she said, no deal is better than a bad deal. But in all honesty, what is that even an option on deal or no deal? I mean, if if Noel Edmonds said, do you want to take a deal or gamble for more? You will not go, nah, thanks, mate. I've, I've already got my bus fare home, thanks. Take care, mate. Yeah, ta-ra. Give, give me love to the missus." So, no, I don't reckon you would do that. So I reckon that no deal must be a bad thing to be quite perfectly honest with you. You see, Britain Frist is fighting Merkel and Junker to make them give us a good deal. A better deal. The best deal that you can possibly make. You know, when you're playing poker and you deal yourself five aces and your mates don't spot it. Well, to tell you the truth, it'll be better than that. And quite right too, in my humble opinion, because that that is the nail on the head. Europe have been in our way for a long time. They've stopped deporting criminals at the end of the day. They've stopped selling us our non-diseased British meat, but they've put red tape all over our fish, and it's time we did something about it. The public has spoken and, to be honest, we've demanded that the EU take the running LEAP. Brussels has been having its cake and eating it. It's about time we had some cake too. Where's Britain's cake? I'm not talking about Eccles cakes or anything. I'm talking about one of those caterpillar cakes you get from Sainsbury's at the end of the day. The gaffer won't let me eat cake when I was due to play it next day, but I did it anyway and it never did me any harm. It didn't end my playing career really or nothing. That was the diabetes. Never got a good run in the side after that. They did offer me a good coaching position, but to tell you the truth, I told them where they could stick it. Job done, if you ask me. Hi.
1: Alright. Smells nice. What have you got?
2: Just a chicken wrap. It's got some chili jam on it.
1: Nice. Wish my lunches were as interesting as that. What have you got? Oh, you know, usual. Is that you? No, nothing. Uh now, where'd I put my curly straw?
0: What have you got that requires a curly straw?
1: Nothing special. <laughs> A sweet lump.
0: Shhh!
2: What the? Is that from your lunchbox?
1: No. I think it was outside. It's not. Whatever. Oh! Get back in there! What was that? Nothing. Just dropped a crisp. Another had a face! Don't be daft. Now. Where's my wrench?
2: Come on, let me see what's in there.
1: No! Leave me alone. Why won't you let me look? I just want to eat my lunch in peace. Now, where's my... Uh...
2: A net? What do you need a net for?
1: <laughs> it's a normal, everyday utensil.
4: No, my What
1: the hell's going on in there?
2: That's it, I'm having a look.
1: No, no, get off! Give me no, get give me, oh, me! Give it here! Oh.
2: Aha! Now, let's see. My God! What are you? I can't understand you.
1: You didn't see anything. Forget what you saw. Yes.
0: I saw nothing.
1: Now back to work.
0: Yes. Back to work.
1: One of the things you'll learn with me is the importance of the OM. The OM is essential for achieving enlightenment and helps to put you in a cognitive state. So, come on everyone, up, on those elbows, now, OM. Come on everybody. How deep is your um
2: um bongo
1: <laughs> Yes, yes. Very funny. Now, back to the um
2: um budsman
1: <laughs> Who was that? Very well. Let's try again. Um um And who are you?
2: This is my friend, Tim. I I, I brought him along to try the course.
1: And what makes you think you can mock the um and get away with it?
2: You're just joking, aren't you, Tim? Yeah, it was just a laugh. Ow!
1: (laughs) Well, did you just hit him? I didn't. Janice did it.
2: Janice rolled up in a sock.
1: I can't be held accountable for Janice and her actions.
2: Janice can be a brick as well.
1: Janice can be anything.
2: Tim? Tim, can you hear me? What's wrong, buddy?
1: His negative energies are leaving his body.
2: I can't believe you're so calm about this.
1: That's the power of the arm, Kevin. It ensures that I'm able to stay balanced during the most stressful situations.
2: He's bleeding from his ear. I think he needs help.
1: He certainly does. Perhaps if he believed in the power of the Om, he wouldn't be suffering a massive brain haemorrhage right about now. I suggest you take him home, rub an energy-enthused lump of charcoal on the wound, and he should be right as rain by the next equinox. Come on, Matt. Right then, back to the Om, everyone.
3: You are now about to witness the strength of Good Breeding.
2: Straight out of Oxbridge, Lovely mother-chopper named Pubes, From a group named Jumbies with Gratitude When I'm ticked off, I'll have you ripped off I tip the doorman to rip a member's badge off You too, chum, don't break our accord And definitely don't touch what you can't afford in a tux That's how I'm going out those punk mother choppers, I'm showing them out Chubby stuff to grumble, rough and tumble Fisticussle, put them in the place, don't mumble Going out in a mother chopping nice hat Burning 50 pound notes up in your face My chin is so smooth, ain't no telling when I'm down for a house move Here's a ditty to keep, you all dancing With a voting record like Boris Johnson a champagne flute is the tool. Don't mistake me for a highfalutin' fool. Because I've majored in art history. I'm a guaranteed front bench Tory. Yo, weekly, monthly, and yearly. My twin monocles ensure I see clearly that I'm down with my capital DAD. Daddy pays bills for me. I will not step in your neighborhood. It's just mank. And I heard that your house price tanked. It serves you right for buying in Staleybridge. You could be in Richmond if you come straight out of Oxbridge. College of Oxbridge. College of Oxbridge. Straight out of Oxbridge. Another crazy ass fellow, institutionalised bullying. It doesn't mellow, I'm an inbred mother-chopper and you know this. But my forged birth certificate won't show this. But I couldn't care less, I'm make my cash. Not through my investments, my portfolios rash, daylight robbery. It's all on expenses, but it's above board. No pretender, shoot a lovely plump grouse in a minute. Or a pheasant feathered peasant. Or a gadget. if I go to the fitter then I'll buy the front row If I'm bored by the end, I'll just buy the whole show You'll probably get mad like an oik is supposed to But I have wealth you could never get close to A crazy mother-chopper from Oxbridge Slamming dicks indoors, I call it squidge. MC Ken is in the demographic Born to lead but in my head it's static Not the right hand cause I'm the hand itself Every time I pull a ball burn off the shelf My walls are wood panelled and that's law. K E N stole Ken, my saw The working class would just see me as a villain, but my vision is clear. It's the best for Britain. Well, actually, me and not you. I want you on the dole, your arse is through. Meanwhile, I'll take an expensive pay trip. I guess a fella like Ken don't work for tips straight out of Oxbridge. College of Oxbridge, College of Oxbridge. Darn that rap with
3: spiffing.